It's the most wonderful time of the year, Christmas. And what better way to get into the holiday spirit than with a Minky Couture blanket? Whether you're gathered around the tree with loved ones, roasting marshmallows by the fire, or just looking for a cozy way to stay warm on a chilly night, Minky blankets are the perfect addition to your Christmas festivities. With a wide range of festive designs and colors, you can find the perfect blanket to match your holiday decor or gift to your loved ones. So this Christmas, make your holiday even cozier with a Minky Couture blanket. Head to MinkyCouture.com now and find your perfect blanket, just in time for the holiday. Happy holidays from Minky Couture. Right now at Safeway, earn four times rewards points when you shop for participating items with Safeway for you. Shop for items like Frigo Crumbled Blue Cheese, Kellogg's Club Crackers, Coca-Cola, All Liquid Detergent, or Utz Chips, and earn four times rewards points with Safeway for you. Offer expires January 4th. Plus, get select holiday essentials like gift wraps, bags, holiday decor, lights, and more. Buy one, get one 50% off. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com or head in store for full offer details. This is an official download from the custardtv.com. Custard TV podcast time. I shall warn you now if you're here for the guest, you can leave. There's no guest this week. It's oh. pure, pure, not you can't leave, otherwise, oh, it'd just be me. Oh. Um, I tell you well, what, I've been, away, <laughs> I've been away and uh, I didn't want to, you know let a guest down because I didn't know what time I'd be back but I'm back now and Matt has an empty enough life yeah I was, I, I was, I was working and you disturbed uh, me were you working overtime I was were your senses working overtime yeah I feel like we're drifting already <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel the guest helps us sort of stay on stay, track stay on track yeah possibly <laughs> Um, so it's just Matt and I. Three big shows to review, though, that are all worthy of discussion, in my mind. And no Boxmaster. It's like we've thrown this together this week, yeah. but we wanted you yeah, to have a podcast. It's exactly like that. It's, it's almost definitely <laughs> like that. But we wanted you to have a podcast at your life because you need one. It's good. It's medicinal and all that. Well, I so, think we want to sort of promote these shows, don't we? I think that's it. Certainly two of the oh, three, anyway. Yeah. Certainly two of the three. Pose. Let's start with Pose. Look at us just going straight into reviews. Are we yeah. going to be done? It's just, uh, you know... It's now Have we got any news? Not really. <laughs> I mean, I've been away. Nothing really happened. I could share some stuff, but nobody will know what I mean. It's four o'clock when we record. I reckon if we carry on like this, be done by quarter past. Let's Good. whiz through. <laughs> um, you can get back to work. I was just... listen, listening to the Absolute 90s chart show. Oh, what year was it? 92. They're just playing Love Song by Simple Minds. What a song. I feel like we're drifting again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to pad it out, we don't want to be just 15 minutes, do we? (laughs) Luke and Matt. This could be a podcast. A podcast? Don't you have to be some sort of whiz kid to do those? Uh, Definitely not. Anyone with a computer can make one. Talking telly. Use your ears and trust them. This is the Custard TV Podcast. Yes, that would entertain me briefly. From thecustardtv.com. Okay, so we got three shows this week. Um, Pose, which is um, was back earlier this year in the US, but now the BBC's deal with FX means they can show it. They've put it on Saturday nights in double bills, which irritates me because, you know, they can get through it so quickly. And oh, I don't. Is it all on the iPlayer, though? Yes. They did... It is, okay. Yeah, I checked Fair before enough. we started because I'm okay. 
So this is the second series, which I've seen all of. I watched it sort of at US Pace earlier this year. Um, the difference now is we're into the year 1990, where AIDS is more prevalent within the community uh, and is striking more down. There's a line where Billy Porter's character says at the beginning that he's been to, I think this is the 30th funeral I've been to in as many months days or whatever There's, it just is is rampant across the community also madonna's vogue the song is out which references their culture which makes them feel slightly more like, like, it, like yes slightly like that thank you that you were listening to the 90 chart show before that. yeah um so it makes them feel like they're more recognized as a community and it's just more of what i loved about the first series minus james vanderbeek which i didn't love about the first series, so I'm, I'm glad that he's gone. So, well, he's dancing with the stars now. It's difficult for me to comment on this because I, I could just say, yeah, okay. I, I so let me shut up then, and I'll okay. comment on it. We're definitely done by quarter past because I'm already quite annoyed. <laughs> um, so yeah, for me, it sort of um, struck a sort of different chord, I suppose. They yes. they were setting up that this is a more sort of serious. Um, series we we entered the world in the first season there was that opening scene where they were stealing all the gowns from the museum um, and that was sort of to enter us into this sort of ballroom world and get get a feel for the characters and things like that yeah. um, this is very much now we're with the characters this is what's happening to them in as you say 1990 the, the opening sort of uh, pre-credits scene is is with uh, Praetel, Billy Porter, and Blanca um, visiting this sort of island. Is it where mm, where yeah. where like all the unmarked graves are, and they write yes. these stones for the for the people who you know can't afford funerals and things like that? And it's a really sort of shocking, stark scene. And there are there's less sort of glamour, I would say, just generally, yeah. in, in, certainly in this first episode. Um, yeah. Sandra Bernhardt, who was a sort She's of brilliant rec- in it. recurring um, role in the first season, I think you saw her a couple of times as as a nurse in an AIDS ward. Um, she's here as a as a main character this season, as part of the um, the the anti AIDS movement. They sort of reel in a famous. I, I'm guessing it's famous um, incident. They were protesting in a church during yeah. a. Um, was it like an archdeacon or someone was giving us a, a mass and, and they um, disrupted it, it basically. It's it called Stop the Church and the yeah. church's cover-up of all... The church's reasoning for the AIDS virus, I suppose. Um, and, and the other story in this in this first episode was Angel uh, it, questing to become a model, really, and and getting a uh, sort of pervy photographer to take her to take yes, her pictures. Very, yeah, very creepy. Um, I will say you're, you've summed that up really well. I will say if if what and I'm not talking to you specifically, but if what you listening liked about Pose was the more outrageous and comedic elements of it, this first episode, although representative of the series as we go forward, there are some great. Uh, there's a particular episode later on where they go on holiday that is really properly funny and really tongue-in-cheek and I really enjoyed. So it, although it's taking a more serious look at a serious subject, it hasn't lost its humour and its no. heart. 
you know, and this was, what, an hour long and it just sort yeah. of flew by for me. I, I think the only thing that I'm not a massive fan of is the Electra character. I, d- I don't like the actress. I don't feel she's I, that I know what you actress. mean. Yeah. She gets taken down a peg or two and mm. has an interesting story this year. That's all, all yeah. I'll say, which even I warmed to her a bit because I felt the same as you. She's sort of playing it larger than life, larger than anyone else in the story. And, it doesn't and quite I, fit. I, I feel as well since the the first season, I think they've put Billy Porter front and centre yes. a lot more in the first season. Yeah. He was yeah. like a, certainly a supporting character in the first half of the season. His part sort of grew as it went on. But, you know, he's since obviously won the Emmy. He was nominated for Golden Globe. He's just got a, a lot more press and his face is on the poster of this season as well. And it feels yeah. like they've put Prey Tell more as sort of the main character alongside. Yeah, that, that is definitely Lanka. the case. And I suppose definitely they needed the something new to, you know, now they've got rid of the the straight characters, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, you know, James Van Der Beek and Evan Peters and Kate Mara and, that, and yeah. that sort of story, which was the weakest element of the first season. Yeah, it's the bit I never remember. Where if I were to ever revisit it, I'd go, oh, yeah, this bit where... Yeah, James Van Der Beek was in he was there at the Emmys, I saw him. But yeah, I, I just really like it. And I, I know a lot of people won't be aware that it's even there. It's on Saturday nights, which seems weird. But as we always say, does that matter now? I don't think you so. You can watch probably. Strictly and you can turn or the wall. Is it on so I can finish the wall so and like, go yeah, straight to Just get the wall. Yeah, that seems right. That seems what Saturday night was made for. Just do that. I'll tell you, I'll tell you another thing, though, is that sometimes even shows I love when they've been away and come back, the first episode of a new series always takes me some time to get back into the rhythm. But with this, I was I was straight there. It's like no time had passed at all, even though we're no. in 1990 now. I just felt completely relaxed and was into yeah, it from the off. Agreed. Um, yeah, suppose Saturday nights. Yeah, like, like Matt says, perfect for after the wall. If you've not banged your head against a wall during the wall, then you can watch Pose. Oh, it um, does feel a bit sort of, you, you know, the the sort of the Pose elements of it are, the ballroom elements are very Saturday night, you know, as I say, like I, I, Strictly. And... I'm very happy that the BBC have this deal with that channel, FX. I just don't think they even know quite how to showcase, because they are great shows. But how would you, I suppose? I suppose I'd, I'd I'd make it a night of the week for one thing, mm. not just sh- and then just say it's it's you know big USA drama night that night and just say the next one is this and really showcase it and and tell people that it's won awards because the average person isn't going to know that and tell people that it's critically acclaimed and all. But this how is- would you promote it? Because like for example, I don't watch any telly, you know, so I wouldn't watch a. Um, You're really not qualified to be on a telly podcast. Oh, t- well, no, no, what I mean like... is, like, I don't watch telly on the telly, so I wouldn't see a trailer for it, per se. But on the iPlayer, they do put them on, I suppose. Yeah. But, and they, I, I mean, I... how do you know what's on, then? Is it because you've got the connection to the You website? tell me. You tell me okay. what to watch. But otherwise, you'd be clueless, is what you just wouldn't um, know. Well, I, no, I normally look at what you've put on the thing or see what's on iPlayer, what's on the previews. But I'm talking to you like this is a foreign idea. You're not... Yeah. I'm not the norm. You're the norm. But, I mean, we talk about my brother-in-law and sister. They don't. They really only watch Netflix. Your brother's the same. I don't know how... I sort TV of know what's coming up because of, you know, what I do here and... Um, yeah. 
because I sort of tangentially linked to you. You know, we know I know when my favourites are coming, say. And yeah. You'll usually fill me in and say this is coming on. This it's usually you. That's how I know. Okay, so on. everybody needs a me basically. <laughs> yeah. That's what the website is. An annoying so, to answer person your question, I, d- I don't know. By TV. Do you want to answer your question? I don't know how you. No. Promote it to people who aren't already watching. I think they are hard shows to promote as well, like Pose, Better Things. They're hard sells on paper, I would say. They're Um, hard shows on paper. Burden. What was the the Mayans thing? American Crime Story. You know all all those. Okay, so that's Pose. You you know it's on now. Saturday nights on BBC Two in double bills. Or, as Matt says, all there on the iPlayer. Is Series 1 there still? I yes. Probably it is. So you can watch the whole the whole lot. Next up, then, let's do another big US show, uh, Watchmen, which is on Sky Atlantic and HBO. They're doing the old Game of Thrones simulcast like they did with Succession before, so you can watch it at 2 a.m. or 9 p.m. on a Monday, depending on how your day pans out. I watch this knowing... Nothing about the source material, and I know that's daft, but I'm just not into the world of graphic novels. I obviously knew the term Watchmen. It had come up across the 36 years I've been on the planet, but I didn't really have any connection with it. And so a lot of it was lost on me. We got a great review on the website uh, if that you can read and gives you some sort of background and how Damon Lindelof, who's created this nine-part new season, has sort of shaped it. And the phrase they're using, which I've never heard used before, is calling it, he's not calling it a remake or a reboot, it's a remix. So he's taken the themes of the original source material. Yeah, because I, I know some of it. I've seen the f- 2009 film, and I think I was feeling like, well, where's that bit I know? And yeah. I, I think I read the, gra- I think we read the graphic novel or some of it, uni as well. We so. didn't, we didn't, Matt, we didn't. Probably you. I, I, I did. Didn't. I didn't have a lot of knowledge about what actually was no. going to happen going in. No, nor and did, did I. And did you make me watch this because you like The Leftovers? Well, yes, and it's a, sh- it's a show... I don't think you and I, or even you and I and Gary, have ever watched a show like this where it's a little bit outside of our uh, comfort zone. Legion. Legion. That's Legion, what it reminded yeah, me of. Yeah. No, yeah, I could see that. There were elements of this I quite liked... Uh, and none of them included Jeremy Irons, I will say that. Naked Jeremy but Irons? Naked Jeremy Irons was just a whole new show that I don't know what that is. The elements of it I quite liked. Um, Regina King is is very good. She's always good in, in anything I've seen her in. Um, but, it, but it's unusual in as much as normally a TV show has the job of explaining to you not what's going to happen or what's going on, but normally I come away from the first episode with an idea of, right, this is the world and this is where we're going. And I still feel slightly unsure and I don't know whether I'm going to continue or not, but there are elements I quite like. What did you like? I like Regina King. I like the direction. I like the feel of it. It felt Mm. very big and grand. The beginning was very atmospheric and quite shocking as well. In uh, in North yes. Ca- in um, Oklahoma was it? Yeah, yeah. very nineteen twenties Oklahoma. Yeah, and that uh, is based on true story. Yeah, yeah that all that. Um, but yeah, all the stuff with Jeremy Irons, which felt out of a different show. I thought it felt very slick 
and and like they knew what they were doing even if I wasn't sure but it it's uh, I don't know there's 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 nuggets of things in there I was quite impressed by but I don't know enough about where it's going to go and what the story is going to be I may give episode 2 a go and then say well that's me out but at least I've given it a, a fair go I'm guessing you were less keen. I just decided this wasn't for me. I agree. I really liked that opening scene in 1921. That was probably the peak for me. Um, and I and I do really like Regina King as an actress. Yeah. She seems to be really enjoying a yeah. different role, really. You know, not playing the sort of put-upon mum as she's been playing in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, I'm not averse to sci-fi and comic books and things like that, but it's sort of the HBO version of the sort of TV version of of that. I mean, I do like some of the Marvel films. I suppose I don't like serious comic book films. This felt quite self-important to me. Like, like it's you should like this. You Mm, you know what I mean? Like, this is this is something based on a source material that everyone loves. uh, That that you should like. That that. Why don't you like this sort of thing? But it had that air to it. It had an air of we're, we're super, a superior air to it. But there yeah. wasn't anything really that I can really remember past that opening scene. As you say, that weird thing with Jeremy Irons. And there was a scene where... What was falling from the sky? Was it fish? Shrimp, shrimp. I believe. Yeah. Shrimp that's that's a callback from the original, apparently. But again, I had no, yeah. no knowledge. Um, it's unusual, though, isn't it, for a show to go, well, it, we assume you sort of know what this is about. But then a lot with. of it is original anyway. Yeah. So there's not a lot, I suppose, the the bits of the world. But then that thing with the shrimp I had no idea about. And I have seen, I, as I say, I have seen the movie and I sort of do remember parts of it. But no, it's 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 not one I'll be continuing with. But, and apparently, if it comes back, Damon Lindelof has said... It'll be a different story. It's not going to continue with Regina King or whatever. So it it was conceived as just this. I I I do agree with you that stylistically it does look really good and and the the bits of like the animated titles and things like that and you know I I can understand why people have gone crazy for it. But oh yeah, loads of people. I think yeah, loads of people have liked it. Personally, Um, not for me. You're listening to the Custard TV Podcast. The official podcast of thecustardtv.com. Finally, and we've gone past quarter past four for those. No. Only just, uh, we've done a big Channel 4 drama. Uh, This is The Accident, written by Jack Thorne, under his Blame Trilogy umbrella, which has included Kiri uh, last year and National Treasure back in 2016, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a small Welsh town. Um, we yeah. were initially introduced to um, several characters. Sarah Lancashire's character, Polly, who's a hairdresser, um, works from her house. Uh, you've got jo- Joanna Scan's character. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the U.S. Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. 
character who who's sort of a typical Joanna Scanlon character. Really. Pretty much, yeah. It's the morning of this charity fun run, and they are, and the town is also about to welcome this new development. During this time, the sort of the the kids of all of the main characters sneak into the development and start vandalising it, uh, graffitiing it. Sarah Lancashire and and Joe Scanlon's daughter sort of drawing a butterfly. As they do this, there's an explosion and it all comes down upon them and um the the result is that all bar uh, sarah lancashire's daughter leona end up dying leona is is paralyzed certainly at the end of this first episode and and it's sort of where does the blame lie is is the yes. question yeah okay so i'm gonna say something now because i have the platform i didn't enjoy it there was something odd about it. It it, it just didn't gel to me. I, I don't know whether it was all the different acts, the Welsh accents that put me off, or just the familiar faces that kept popping up. I didn't feel any empathy at all towards the situation. I was watching it, and I was watching it, and of course, again, I'm away, so I can't get the skybox, I couldn't pause it. I had to watch all the adverts, and maybe that was another. But for some reason, it, I I just did not. Yeah, enjoy I watched it. it with ads as well. I watched it on the uh, four player. Whatever I, it's I called didn't. These I days. didn't enjoy it at all. When I say I didn't enjoy it, I don't expect it to be a laugh riot. And I, it's not the sort of show to watch to enjoy. Well, no. you went in thinking I'm going to like this, and so I think that might be. Possible. I went in thinking I should probably like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's Jack Thorne's yeah. era. You know, all the all the. And I've told you to before not to. Uh, yeah. Not so I have to be honest, I it just didn't move me. I didn't feel any emotion, which is the whole I, point. For me, I didn't feel, not sympathy, but I didn't get emotional. But I don't think that's the point. This is, yeah, maybe human, this is human reaction to this sort of situation, which isn't always sort of... Co- I, no. I really like this. I think Jack yeah. Thorne did a no, really I... good job of... And and this goes back to the other the other two dramas you mentioned before as well, of how humans would react in this situation, and it isn't always, you no, know, going over the top. Tears and, and, and yeah. stuff. No, I agree. I agree to that. I agree with that. I'm, Not feel I, they I, did enough to set up the characters before the I, accident. That is always a bugbear of mine, yeah. and that that is the oh here's the moody teenager that's sleeping with someone a bit older and is a bit bit moody and a bit you know going against the parents wishes and she's a bit of a rebel next second the accident happens and she's in peril and I'm not, I don't really but I th- I think more than anything else it was just that I just felt completely disconnected from it I just... I, I I would disagree with that and I think given the the previous Jack Thorne dramas as well um, they both have that element of flashback in them, we had that in Kiriam, we had that in Treasure where you get more context on the characters and I feel that's what we're going to get here this is the bit, this is the big setup episode, this is it, and then you get that and uh, obviously seen in the trailers that they that there's a court case in this so I'm guessing there will be flashback and we get glimpses I think against her husband as well who's who's violent and yeah. a bit of an abuser, and that scene was shocking, I'll admit Yeah, that. no, I but agree. I, and I, I can get what why you're saying what you're saying, but I don't. I didn't expect straight away to have that reaction. This is 
this is this this is the setup episode. This yeah. is where. But when, but when you think back to the first episodes of both Kiri and yeah, and I suppose National Treasure, I was really drawn in mm. by both of them. The performances were amazing. They were. But I think was... the performances were good here. I thought Sarah Lancashire was excellent. I didn't think there was enough of Joe Scanlon. I think I think maybe the issue was there was too many people in this. There was too. Whereas in in Kiri, they focused on. It's a condensed different... world in those. Well, well no, yeah. and they focused on one different element of the story in each one they focused on sarah lancashire in the first episode the second episode it was it was the birth family of kevin the third episode it was the leah williams stephen mcintosh family they did it that way whereas here and they might do it again because you know this was primarily focused on sarah lancashire's family i think you mm. got there so you might well get in the second episode it's more joe scanlon because here mm. it was very much sarah lancashire you know, you saw her at the start with the with the hairdressing and with throwing the daughter's boyfriend's clothes out. Then there's the bit, obviously, where her child is the only one that's saved. Uh, yeah. And in the background, there's this sort of fighting against the corporation. I've seen some people compare it to the the Grenfell disaster as well. There's that. There's yeah, that. Yeah, well, that was his. It. That was his. Yeah. Um Inspiration. Yeah. And I remember Grenfell. him actually talking about that at the Kiri screening. Um, but so, that he had obviously thought about doing something about Grenfell and obviously the, this is the result but I can sort of see your criticisms but I don't think I ever go in with expectations about a drama like you do I think that might be the difference that I didn't go in expecting anything I think I agree with you that this wasn't up there with those first episodes no, of those no. series but it's the weakest I, I don't I, I at the same time didn't really compare them to that i thought this was still a good piece of drama i'm interested to see where it goes and it could go if you look back at uh, the virtues which is also jack thorne isn't it and shane yeah. Matthews, um that that the first episode of that was completely different to what was to come you know you, the, yeah, the character you enjoyed true. the most wasn't in that at all and if you judge that on purely on the first episode and i know some people I did and didn't want to watch anymore. It was a completely different tone going forward. Yeah, and very, said that about Pose going. as well. That the, the the tone of the first episode is completely different. There's a lot more humour to come. So we we shall see. We shall see. And and I think and... in this culture where we are allowed to binge on all the episodes in a lot yeah. of things now, here when we've only got the first episode, and we're having to wait a week, and it's only a four. We're making these snap judgments straight away, and yeah. I, I think there was enough to enjoy. I think Sarah Lancashire's performance was was incredible. The the sort of the coldness of the um, the actress from Borg, and I'm interested. So I'm guessing there's probably going to be an episode around that character, maybe around the corporation a little bit more. I'm gonna watch more, of course I am, but it felt like another. I one think of those it's shows your. I think it's your hang. Before. I think it's your hang ups. I'm, I'm blaming this purely on you, your well, feelings. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I, I watched a lot of things about tragedy, and they, and, and this just didn't. Well, like the, the step and... story. All right, now the beat story. story, and then that was. We're drifting. We're not. We're on topic. No, we're on topic. Yeah. Um, the accident continues Thursday nights at nine on Channel Four. Yeah, it's interesting know. we haven't got... A, I, I, would, I would love to see what a guest would have thought of this, depending on who I'm we sure had on. They'd have li- I'm sure they'd have liked it. I'm sure they would have. You, you make good points, is all I'll say. Yeah. And I, I, 
But I didn't come away going, I, I, I don't want to yeah, watch the rest. And I didn't think it was, you know, I'm not saying it's an amazing piece of drama, but at the same time, it's the first episode. And I don't think we can expect, like, amazing stuff from the first episode, depending on what the story they're telling is. You know, you've got to do that setup. We don't know what's to come. We don't know the structure Jack Thorne is going to give to this. The direction as well was, was tremendous. You know, the, the reaction shots, the slow realisation of what was happening, the bodies of the of the victims slowly being rolled out. I thought it felt very, very realistic and less dramatised maybe than, than other sort of... There is, there is an article uh, that I just pulled up now um, on Digital Spy, which says the complete opposite of everything you're saying, that people just thought it was ridiculous. I'm trying to find it now. It was it was all people's tweets. I, so. I, spo- I suppose what I'm saying is that is the sort of human reaction that I would expect to that sort of incident. But I don't know. I'm I'm not going to not watch it. But no. I was I was disappointed. Well, this might be one we do again. Like you know, our erstwhile colleague, colleague Gary has has. Um, commented that we don't do second episodes of things anymore yeah. um but we we might um we may have a look. It to see yeah. whether our my particularly my views have softened but it's on channel four on on thursday nights at nine it's a, a new uh, four-part drama the accident i know it's been ages ago but do you want to quickly talk about uh, the final episode of succession yeah let's end on something that i adored so the final episode of succession had a lot going for it had a lot to cut to finish up in the second for the second season, which just in my opinion at least topped itself with every episode. You know, you know, you see, you don't go in with any preconceptions. When you're watching something that you like like this, you must think, oh, I hope this is a good one, or I expect this to be a good one, or yeah. you not even do that. Um. Well, I wanted. I think everything I go into, I want to be good, unless it's something like the wall. I think you secretly like the wall because you've mentioned it a lot in this last hour. <laughs> well, it's Saturday night telly at this banner. Um, Come on, wall! So, you little twinkle or whatever he says. Was it episode eight? I think I said to you that I wasn't a massive fan of. It felt like a bit of a bridge builder. Yeah. And and then obviously we had the episode with the 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 trial. The deposition. deposition. And then this final one was very sort of, you know, they have all the main characters on a boat in the middle of Venice. All contained. All contained, you know, deciding who it is going to be who's going to take the hit for this um, controversy in the cruises division, which has sort of been a bubbling plot since the first couple of episodes, really, hasn't it? And, And it was one of those where you felt you knew where it was going, but I hoped that there would be a twist because it a did feel twist, yeah. it did feel like they were going to build it up to Kendall being the one who was going to take the hit, and he was yeah. sort of ready to be the one that took the blame for it. And you saw that in the in the deposition episode as well that that um, Logan threw it onto Kendall to say, yeah. you know, my son was in charge. You know, here's his explanation for things and. And you saw him, you know, Logan's almost like caring side saying, I don't want you to be effed up on drugs and things like that. Yeah. Um, there was a nice little bit with Shiv and Tom where Shiv I said... I feel like you're trying to turn our threesome into a twosome. 
<laughs> but the, the I mean the bit where Shiv said to spare him, you know, not to get yeah. rid of him. Um yeah. or the Tom Sunday with Greg Sprinkles. I, I felt when they were going towards press conference, I thought, yeah, no, this is it, he is gonna actually turn, turn. the tongue. And interestingly as well, with Greg have still having the documents with him. You know, yeah. him being the uh Machiavellian F that, that Tom said so many episodes yeah. ago. Yeah. You know, because yeah. we see him as this sort of foolish figure, but he has got this sort of cleverness to him. Although the um, the the plot with the the biographer never really went anywhere, did it? That sort of just no, that sort of fizzled out, didn't it? Yeah. But that, again, that might that's the brilliance of Succession that it's probably not been forgotten about and it's still going to. Um, it rear its ugly head at some point. Um, Kendall also seems to have forgotten completely that he's got a family in this series. Yeah, well. I don't know where they are. They're just <laughs> off somewhere. Um, but no, that final episode with the sort of, you know, I have got this proof that, you know, my dad was fully aware of what was happening. And I felt that was that was brilliantly done. And it is such a well-written, such a well-acted show. And I think I feel like we're saying that all the time, but it is. It's true. It is. It is. <laughs> It's, no, it is. It is true, and it's also the fact that people were already. It had finished seconds ago, and people were going, "When series three? Do you think he did that? Do you think Logan knew he was going to do that when he said he wasn't a killer? Do you think Logan was, you know, proud of him in a weird way?" Well, there was that the um, the smile on his face, sort yeah. of, wasn't there? Was sort of you go and get him. Yeah, the, I raised you this way to sort of every man for himself kind of attitude it is brilliant it is for me the show of the year so far succession is all there on now tv as well boxes just so many little lines that i'll always quote as well i really felt a proper sympathy towards tom yeah and towards shiv yeah when they had their little scene on the beach where they sort of talk about separating and i Succession makes me feel a lot of things, but empathy. I thought for them... they might have a decide to have a kid or something by the end of this yeah. episode. Yeah, I wondered that too for a moment. I thought it was just all really well done, and it's so brilliantly acted. And I thought the 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 change in Kieran Culkin's character Roman, he sort of changed due to the awful events that happened to him in the penultimate episode. And I thought he's toned down version of himself is very interesting they're just so layered and they feel so they don't feel like real people because i've never met anyone like them but they feel so true to who they're supposed to be i did you, have you seen the interview that um brian cox did on i think it was colbert have you seen I this i think i've seen his his interview no. um where he said he was sitting in a cafe and um no i did see it yes yeah yes. and someone came up to him and said you know i really like the series and he said thank you he says can you tell me does she get a happy ending and he says who is like oh no didn't he say my wife's in it and he says yeah. who's your wife elizabeth murdoch yeah yeah no i remember that yes <laughs> We've banged on about it. The internet's gone crazy about it. If for some reason you've never seen it... There's quite a lot of people who haven't. Oh, there's more people that haven't than have at this point. The thing I would say about it, as was whenever I go away, people will ask me, so what have you been watching? What do you recommend? And I always think it's, it's a hard show to recommend to people, I would say. Obviously, on this platform, it's fine. But just explaining it to it to somebody face-to-face... It's quite difficult because it doesn't sound that riveting. Uh, and you have to sort of say to them, 
those things that I never like to say to people, which is stick with it, you know, don't drop it, keep it going. Even if you're not f sure at first, keep going, which people always turn their nose up at. Because people like me, I suppose, with the accident, want to love things right away. Um, but it's so good, and I should recommend it to more people. Are you the same as me? Whenever somebody says, what do you recommend? My mind immediately goes blank, and yet the rest of the time, all I'm thinking about is how much I love it. I recommend Barry quite a bit, because that's mm. a safe... That's a safe recommendation. It depends on the person, because I know... Yeah, you need to know a yeah. bit about them first, don't you? It's, just, yeah. it's... I don't like recommending things, as much as that's what I do on the website and on this podcast. That's why we do it. But I don't actually like doing it face-to-face, because -face it's very awkward, and you don't know what they like. But Barry well, it one. depends if it's a complete stranger. It's like, why are you asking me? Away? Yeah, you don't know who I am. Get away. Yeah. Unless it was that woman in HMV we met that one time in yeah, Mary Hill who just liked Idris Elba. I imagine she's binging in the long run. Or okay, no, so no, what was it called? Turn Up Charlie? Turn Up Charlie. Yeah, she's probably... No, that was ages ago. She's probably done all of that now. New series of In the Long Run she's probably doing. Okay, so that is the podcast for this week. Apologies for lack of guest, basically lack of format, but we did want to talk and share our views on those three shows. Email us if you'd like to um, add your views to the mix, custardtvreviews at gmail.com. Tell your smart speaker, as I did recently, to play the Custard TV podcast. It did, it works. That's one way you can listen to us. We're on all the um, the podcast apps. We're on TuneIn and Spotify and iTunes and all of those. Uh, we're on Twitter at CustardTVPod. Make sure you look out on our Twitter page, actually, yeah. for the social media question. And which we'll please rate, out. review, and subscribe. Well, certainly rate and review. We'd like. I'd. I'd love some reviews from this year because we haven't got any yet. Yeah, and I'd, no, love, yeah. I'd love and to know what new... you thought of this format. Yeah, not this format. No, the the no. new the one with the guest. <laughs> the one that we are normally quite. The one you miss. On. You're the one you're missing. The one you think, oh, I wish it was that that one. Please review that one, and uh, we'll be back soon to talk more telly. Thank you and goodbye. See ya. Rate and review us wherever you find us. Search the Custard TV on YouTube, iTunes, and Facebook. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers USBP. That's cbp.gov careers USBP.